Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch. It's your other host and my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. What is this? What are we doing? I don't really remember. Stop. <laughs> if you wake up the baby by crunching on Nutella to go. I was trying to just make sure it got on the on the. It will. Yeah, we got it. We got it. I don't have to fully edit your fucking food crunching. <laughs> Today is April April eighth eighth two thousand and seventeen. It has been a while. A long time. It has been a while since we've recorded. It's been over a month. It's been a while since we watched the movie we're about to talk about. It's been over a month since we've actually recorded. We have finally caught up. Finally, uh, our lives have caught up to what the podcast is. No more stuff in the bank. No more being prepared. No more being ready. Life is here. You know, Ferris. Ferris Bueller was right. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop to take a look around every once in a while, all of a sudden you have an almost five-month-old baby and you're back to work and your butt hurts. So let's let's go over what has happened since uh, um, we've last recorded. Okay. Um, so we and, not, not, and, and not even... And, and since we've watched the movie, just we said we were recording this the fucking second Sunday in April. We watched this movie the second uh, Sunday in March. We watched this March 13th and March 14th is when we watched today's yeah, yeah. episode, City Suckers 1 and 2. So it's taken us a while to get here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents were staying with us for pretty much the entirety of March mm-hmm. to watch Jillian when I went back to work, mm-hmm. um, which I'm back at work, which is riveting. Um... They were staying upstairs in on an inflatable mattress in our entertainment room because there's no more guest bedroom. Guest bedroom is Jillian's room. Um, uh-huh. So we didn't... The docket that we have coming up wasn't really like a, hey, let's sit down with my parents and watch movies kind of docket. City Slickers was about it. We watched yeah. City Slickers. Yeah, that was about it. Um, once they left, WrestleMania happened. Yes, yes, it did. So then I had uh, Rich and Spencer, other Arcade Audio Network familia here staying with us for a week. And then I uh, went back to work, and here we are. That was a really, like, truncated way of explaining everything that happened. Yeah. But it was insanity. It really was. It was crazy. Um, and all this time, we still have a baby um, who we is do. growing leaps and bounds. She's currently sleeping on the floor. Um, her preference. Yeah, don't say it like that because then people are going to think we're terrible. We have a crib and a pack and play for her to sleep in. Well, she in. likes to sleep on the floor. She likes to sleep on the floor. Yeah. On a blanket. Like, like she's not like on like the tile floor. No. Yeah. She's on a blanket. On very the tile. Cushy, <laughs> very cushy blanket on the carpet. She's good. She, she likes to sleep like that. She's, she's happy. She's fine. 
Um, Man. So we just had no time. Thankfully, Children we had... Children and Family Services is going to show up at the door one day, and they're going to be like, look. Hi, are you the mullets from Married with Movies? Yeah, someone That's an interesting us. way to find us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So we just didn't have fucking time. And thankfully, we had podcasts in the bank. Yeah. We took advantage of our time off and our easier schedule to get far enough in advance to to carry us through. Yeah. That is to say that since we've last recorded, we have not watched a ton of movies. Uh, we have watched, if you're new to the podcast, what we do here every single week is we watch a random movie from our massive movie collection, or we nominate movies back and forth for each other to watch, we have fun, we talk about it. It's a rip-warring time. Um, we also, although sparingly nowadays, because we do have a newborn, we see movies that are out in theaters that we don't own. And we briefly talk about them so that way we're like part of the conversation in the world. <laughs> now it's a little bit less so because we have babies. So via the magnificent Plex app provided to us by unnamed sources, um, we were able to now see movies like two or three months after they've been in theaters. Basically, we have our own personal $2 theater here in the, in the comfort of our own home, which is wonderful and great. It's great. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I believe if I'm totally them up in my mind, I think we've seen four movies uh, since we last recorded. We have. Yes. Uh, in order, uh, the, we saw Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Mm-hmm. We saw, we went to the theater when my parents were here to see Beauty and the Beast. Yes. We watched Office Christmas Party with my parents. That was and just fun. last night with the Reals, we watched Rogue One. An underwhelming slate, if I do say so myself. I was going to say, I think the best movie we've seen the past month is City Slickers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's the best the best the best film we've seen this oh, month. Oh, you make me choke on my uh, Nutella. Fantastic Beast. <laughs> yeah, if Seagram's Gin can sponsor RJ hates rap, we can get a Nutella sponsorship. Um, Nutella. Oh my God. The the official spread. What is Nutella? Yeah, the, it's a hazelnut spread. The official hazelnut spread of Merit movies, making sure we have it? leeway for any other spreads that want. Haven't to you ever around. had it? No, I don't. I'm not. A, no, I'm good. I'm all right. It's delicious. I, I believe it. Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was underwhelming. Look, uh, I love Harry Potter. This was specifically like a very sad slate for you. Yeah, yeah, I know. This was like the... Like, as if it wasn't obvious enough that I'm now a parent, I'm 30, I'm an adult. Like, crushed my childhood with this slate of movies that we saw. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts, I thought it was... Ruined my childhood. I thought it was okay. It, it, Eddie Redmayne, like, honestly... That chick doesn't have it at all. Okay. <laughs> Let me just say something. I never saw... Theory what, of Everything. The Theory of Everything. Mm-hmm. I hate both those people. Because wasn't... He was Stephen Hawking. He, no, no, I mean the actors. He was Stephen Hawking and... Wasn't Felicity Jones the wife? The wife, yes. I hate them both. I got really confused. I thought you, I thought you Victor Victorian. No, <laughs> the no. Of everything. I'm like, no. no. You're thinking of the Danish girl where he was a man playing no. a woman. No. Stephen Hawking isn't a woman. I know that. I hate Eddie Redmayne and Felicity Jones. I just think they. And I don't understand why that movie got so much hype. Uh, and I, I have to buy theory of everything. I, I didn't to... see it, but I hate. I I don't understand. Why they're so I haven't popular. liked Eddie Redmayne since he looked like a mannequin trying to sing through Les Mis. Um, she's okay. She's pacified. She's about to fall. She's having a bad dream. She's dreaming that Eddie Redmayne's there in the living room. Um, 
Eddie, Eddie Remain, Eddie Remain looks like the fifth woman my sister dated when I was a child. Um, I just don't think he's very good. He did. He was wasn't right for that part. Um, he wasn't right for that part, and the, the it had a lot of it had some good sweetness to it. It and did. I liked the, it looked the, good, but I liked the supporting characters. I liked the supporting characters in it, not the main characters. Overall, did nothing for me. And Colin Firth. I mean, we'll get to Colin Firth, I'm sure. Colin Firth is nowhere in that movie. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. He's <laughs> up at 5 o'clock in the morning today. <laughs> Colin Firth is a outstanding gentleman. I know, Colin gentleman. Firth is wonderful. Um, Colin Farrell. We'll get to him. Do we own the movie phone booth? No, we don't own the movie phone booth. Good. Now you're going to have to buy that movie. Hey, look. Colin Farrell will butt fuck... <laughs> Your father on the fucking front lawn with your mother head, with your mother's headless corpse, okay? Never forget that. Oh, God, please don't wake up from the thing. Oh, she's awake. Oh, God. And sleep. Sleep. Legs are going down, down, down. She's asleep. Um, Beauty and the Beast. We went and saw it in theaters. Crushed my heart. Like, I cried, but not from the movie. Like, just from sadness. Because you couldn't sing along. No, I could have sung along. I could have sung along. I didn't want to sing along. I thought it was visually distracting. Uh, like, I, I'm about to start crying again. I thought that the extra oh songs God. were not very good. I thought that even some of the original songs just lacked the spirit of the, of the film. I thought Emma Watson wasn't very, very good. Unfortunately for Emma Watson... She kind of painted herself into a box. This sounds like such a publicist statement. Okay. Uh, she painted herself into a box because once you do a role like Hermione Granger, you can't do anything else. This is that's the reason why Daniel Radcliffe hasn't really done much since Hey, then. he was in Swiss Army Man. We're going to get there one day. I bought that shit. Okay. Can we see Daniel Radcliffe as a fucking farting corpse? Sure. Cause that's like a boner he can compass, get. I think. That's I can just make he, shit up about that movie. No one's going to know. That's what he can get. That's what, that, that's the kind of role he can get after Harry Potter. And then, cause it's the same thing with, like, Twilight. Like, what are you talking about? Robert Pattinson's been in everything. Right. And Taylor so Lautner is the next president of the United States. Yeah. And Kristen Stewart is always, what's the word? Bad. No, yeah, bad. <laughs> bad. That, no, but she's always um, pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. Pigeonhell? Pigeon held into, Make your into fucking these point. roles that Emma Watson's not going to be able to break out no, of No, I just, I just think she wasn't a very good singer, and I, I just think that she didn't have the energy and the like spirit the spunk. of Belle. She didn't have the spunk of Belle. The spunk of Belle. Belle is spunky, and she's, you know... It just felt like a very unnecessary thing that they made for money, which is pretty much what and it was. And then the flashback thing. Yeah, it just, it just didn't... Uh, didn't crushed, do it for me. Guess, uh, Gaston as Luke Evans was pretty... Crushed my heart. Pretty cringy. Um, and then Josh Gad is LaFleur. I love Josh Gad, but... I thought he was, I thought he was probably the best. Besides Ian McKellen and Ewan McGregor oh, yeah, having, yeah. A, having fucking lovers tit, trysts. Tiffs. Tiffs. You know, you know them fucking, that candlestick and that clock be fucking, you know that. Okay. All kinds of kinky shit they can do. I mean... It's a real gay love story in that film. Um, yeah, wasn't for me. D- didn't like it. Uh, then when my parents saw Office Christmas Party, it's because we went through Plex. I was like, what do you guys want to watch? Um, or, like, what can the four of us, like, agree upon watching? I don't know why that was it. Because um, they, they didn't see it and they wanted to see it. Um, I don't know why they wanted to see it. Because they, they do that all... Like, there's always that one movie where, like, I went and saw fucking 
horrible bosses with my parents. You know really? how fucking weird that is? Yes, That's I've seen some so weird as shit with my parents. You also saw four Christmases with them. Why do you keep reminding me about that, man? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it was, again, it was okay. It just wasn't very funny. <laughs> It, it, there were some parts. Yeah. Uh, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon crushed it as always. Vanessa Courtney B. Bear. Vance was funny. Vanessa Bear. Uh, fucking punch her in the teeth. TJ Miller was fine every other line. And, uh... Jason Bateman, Jason Bateman. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston was angry. Jennifer Aniston, Olivia Munn wanted to be around, be Who? away from Aaron Rodgers for those, for those couple weeks. They broke up. They did. Uh, there's a story that... Uh, I know. Olivia Munn and her boyfriend broke up and people went crazy. Good job for that newspaper. Um, it wasn't like we've already talked about the movie more than like anybody's talked about that movie. Um, so let's move on. And then just, just, last, night, just last night, we watched Rogue One. Crushed my damn childhood. <laughs> I wasn't even alive when the first ones came out. <laughs> it's so crushed my childhood. Uh, yeah, again, wasn't. I mean, it was okay. And that one I kind of expected because I like when Johnny and Spencer of Dilton Ball. Oh, gosh. Uh, who. Poor Johnny. If you listen, I mean, Johnny's got a fucking Star Wars podcast and openly avoided fucking Force Awakens, like, paternity results on fucking Maury. Um, and they were like, man, it was fine. It, it, it wasn't. It was... I like the callbacks and, like... I, I like the fan service stuff we always complain about, so when that's the only thing that, like, right. I can I can get excited about while I'm watching the movie, then I'm like, okay, well, that's... I had no emotional connection to any of the new characters whatsoever. I know. I like the shades of gray they had, like where people are doing anything they can to like better their cause. I dug that stuff. The last ten minutes was fucking dope as shit. Yeah. But again, that's fucking right. But but everything else, it was. I mean, it's setting up for the original trilogy, which I appreciate. I'll but... just watch that. Right, and you can't follow a movie like The Force Awakens with this. You know, I, I, even though they've been better though, off if they done the Han Solo movie first. I agree. If they done, agree. if they done something that had a little bit more spirit to, like, and something that was a little more removed, still same universe, but more removed. It'd been better if it'd been something that was before, like, before more, not something that directly set up everything. Right. Like, if you see like how Han Solo started, like you're not gonna see like just any... like how like the second trip, like the episodes one, two, and three are like the beginning of Anakin yeah. Skywalker and everything. Do the Han Solos first, and then come out with this one. Yeah, it just wasn't. No I mean, one's very charismatic. Well, it was fucking Felicity Jones. Uh, I don't understand. Do we have any other movies that she's in? I, I don't even know who this bitch was for like. I don't know. Her. Why? Um, she has to know that I'm asleep. I'm not, but you know <laughs> that I'm asleep when you hear this in 2046. Um. <laughs> Um, to be almost a hundred. That's that number that has four digits, right? <laughs> One hundred. No, okay, let's move on to this movie. No, anyway, uh, yeah. So, like, yeah, I I don't even know who this bitch was until Theory of Everything happened. So, yeah, I just is what it I is. I can't wait. Can you know how on like a rock cast you guys did like. Oh, on Potswoggle too, I think you do. Like, I love you of the weeks and I hate you of the weeks. No, oh, just Potswoggle, not a rock cast. Okay. Can I do an I hate? Can we Can we do some of no. those for these? No. For this? Why? No. It's, a, it's not across the streams. Um, 
You like the costumes. No, that's, no, that's, just, that's nothing. I mean, what? Sabine, fucking Nutella. I said I was going to eat it. The most it. interesting thing I've watched in the past month is Samantha eating this Nutella over the course of 15 minutes. Uh, all right, so we've successfully recapped everything. If you want any other, like, recaps, because I know sometimes we talk about our lives on this, um, the entire Arcade Audio Network of shows right now um, is kind of recapping our entire lives recently. I was just recently on Picked Up with Rich, so if you want my hot... Uh, Netflix and TV takes, it's on there. Um, of course, Podswoggle, we mentioned WrestleMania. We have all the WrestleMania stuff that's jumping off, um, recapping that from the month of April. Um, and if you want more Married with Movies or more Arcade Audio, I want to make sure it's set up front because it's the first episode we've done that we can actually... Officially announce uh, Well, I mean, we, we, we talked about in other episodes, but, like, again, like I haven't heard those episodes in a month when I edited them, so I don't know. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio. Just cross its one month uh, threshold, and we thank you guys so very much for the support. Uh, almost by the time you're hearing this, I think it's going to be the next week out, actually. Our first bonus episode will be up available online for your listening pleasure. Uh, for just $5 a month, you support ArcadeAudio.net. You get all kinds of amazing bonus content from all the shows. Uh, my recording with Steve Rial while watching Suicide Squad is going to be hitting online. So if you like Steve, if you like superhero movies, that one's going to be for you. Uh, tell your friends. You can get postcards. You can get all kinds of merch. You can have a Google Hangout with the entire Mullet family. Um, it helps us out very much. helps with the bandwidth of the website. Uh, if you want to go directly to Mary with Movies, you can designate. You want to support us and us alone. Or if you want to support the whole Arcade Audio group of people, do that as well. Anything helps. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio. Support us. Give us money. Put food into my child's mouth. That's what it takes for you guys to get signed up. Every time she you can't eat Nutella yet. Every, every time you go to Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio and you don't sign up, you're openly taking food out of my child's mouth. And she's adorable. She's so cute. She is definitely going to be Gerber baby. She is. Uh, well, don't say that because then I'm like, man, these fuckers are going to win $50,000. What am I going to give them $5 a month Shut for? Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> uh, so finally... After a month and 20 minutes, uh, let's discuss... Oh, fuck, I gotta even get the packages. See how long it's been since then? Shit. Let's send this uh, City Suckers and City Suckers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. Uh, you drew it, so I read the packages. Um, City Suckers. Uh, the ultimate high-definition experience. Ambitious, funny, City Suckers delivers, says Roger Ebert. More hilarious than ever in packing a slew of special features, including behind-the-scenes featurettes, commentary, and deleted scenes, it's the insightful, delightful film about cowboys, careers, and midlife crises, starring comic genius Billy Crystal and Oscar winner Jack Palance. 39-year-old New Yorker Mitch Robbins, played by Billy Crystal, is tired of his job and bored with his life. So he and his two best friends, Bruno Kirby and Daniel Stern, trade their briefcases for saddlebags and set out to find freedom and adventure herding cattle under the wide New Mexico sky. But what they discover instead is scorching sun, sore backsides, and more about themselves and each other than they ever thought possible. And then City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. Uh, on the comedy trail with the fastest fun in the West. There's gold in them thar hills and laughter everywhere as Billy Crystal saddles up with Daniel Stern, John Lovitz, and Jack Palance for the sequel to the smash hit City Slickers. Life is good for Mitch, yet something troubles him. The ghost of leathery trail boss Curly. But when he finds a hidden treasure map in Curly's old hat, Mitch is sure he's being told, quote, go west. So it's westward ho-ho for urban cowboys Mitch, good buddy Phil, Daniel Stern, and Mitch's goof-off brother, 
John Lovitz. Teaming with Curly's snake-eyed twin sibling, also Jack Palance, they search for a fortune in gold while kicking up dust, stirring up laughs, and hitting more obstacles than a cactus has needles. You found comedy gold. Lord, give that copywriter a fucking raise <laughs> for researching Old West terminology. Um, so, uh, bear with us, because I mean, I've seen these movies on multiple occasions. I, I love both City Slickers movies. That's right, I said both. Um, I don't care what, you, what your opinions are, Rotten Tomatoes. City Slickers 2 is, again, as a child, as a soft spot in my heart, it's not as bad as people make it. Is it better than, is it as good as the first one? Fuck no. It has none of the heart and insight and mind of the first one. The second one's, eh, Jack Pounce wants more money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like them both. Um, What's not to like, really? Yeah, like, they're, they're... You know, like, they're good, fun movies. The first one, I think, is a very, very, very good comedy film. It is, it's, what, tw- almost, not 30 years old, but it's 20, over 25 years old now at this point. <clears throat> and it still tackles, I always forget every time I see it, like, how emotional and how much it, like, really yeah, I mean, gets it, into... It, it has a big range. Being in that time of your life that we are, like, 10 years away from. I'm going to go drink fucking Drano. Um, and, like, figuring out, like, what your... If you don't have it figured out, like, what your life is. One's going through divorce. One's scared it's about commitment. One's... Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, hilarious. Augie is a... Augie is owning multiple televisions away from being Bruno Kirby's character in this movie. <laughs> and a model girlfriend. Because um, that girl, because that Hooters waitress said, no, sorry, Augie, you're not listening. Um, and he didn't ask. He knew where he was. It does, like, it's, it's smart. It's, it, it doesn't shy away from being, like, genuine and a heartfelt. Um, it makes a lot of great points. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It doesn't overstay its welcome. I think it is closer to, like, two hours. But still, like, it's a quick, breezy two hours. Um, because it's, it's a good action comedy. It's, it's, it's well, yeah, there, there are action There's sequences. Action, yeah, I like, guess I mean, would, it moves along quickly. Well, a western. I mean, it's fucking cowboys. Okay. Do you have any kind of an interest in that sort of I, lifestyle? I'm sorry, in what kind of lifestyle? No, like, outside. I mean, like, like, a western? Like being yeah, like... like, like we really haven't had many westerns on the show. Like, I'm not about cowboys and the old west and being outside. Um, I'm freaking out because it's been like three weeks since I've had a pedicure. You really think I want to go rope some cattle? Well, but I know before you've been like, oh, I want to go ride a horse. Like, you've ridden oh, horses I, yeah, before. Yeah, I mean, but that's different. Not like a cowboy, like roping. Like, I mean, I've gone horseback riding, like, along Two the Two minutes beach. for roping? So what you're saying is no. You're not about camping and... Glamping? The fuck is glamping? Glamorous camping. You've never heard of glamping? You've never heard of glamping? Okay. We're going to have to go glamping. No. So, no. That's a persona. No. I like being outdoors. I've been camping. Stop rubbing your eye, babe. It's the other one. It's fine. I've been camping. I've been outdoors. I like that kind of stuff. I like hiking and things. I'm just real lazy. That's the only thing. But I've been camping and, and, and stuff before. But glamping is like when you're... Stop saying it. <laughs> you know, when you do camping like the right way. Uh-huh. Like with an air bed. Right. You know, fans. And, right. 
Okay, sorry, I asked. Uh, no, it's I. I reference both of these movies all the time. I yes. I think Billy Crystal as well as the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah. I, I got. I know. I know what you. Go, I know. Yeah, Billy Crystal in both movies. I mean, he had a bigger hand. I feel like in the second one, unfortunately, because he was a co-writer of it. Um, but I mean, his style and his influence is obviously draping all over both of these movies. Um, is just so pitch perfect and quick, and I, to this day, if I'm talking bad about somebody, I say he's behind me, isn't he? I think that's hilarious. Um, it is. I. And there's also a great cast through and through, both movies. Eh, first one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. Um, a big good cast. A lot of big, good scenes. Do you have a favorite scene from the first one? Uh, I'm trying to remember, mm-hmm. so bear with me. Stop. Can't help it, sorry. Um, I, I like when they're in the forest with the calves, with, with the cows. I'm sorry. Didn't that happen in the first one? No, they're in the Old West. What fucking forest are we talking no, about? No, like they were through like the trees and things, weren't they? What are I you don't know. Talking about? What are you talking about? I'm pretty sure that there's a scene in there. City in Slickers. That's that show where Michael J. Fox rides that horse, right? <laughs> no. Did they have to go through the forest? Like in through like they, wood woods, not the forest, like a wooded area. They, this is a month ago. <laughs> this was a month ago. This is why ago. she like cereal happens because she remember what happened a fucking month ago. Um, I'll say some of my favorite scenes. Maybe it'll jog your memory. Uh, I love the birthday party scene where uh, where fucking Lisa Simpson shows up. <laughs> I think it's Lisa Simpson. Yeah, it's Lisa Simpson. Um, and ruins Daniel Stern's marriage. That whole back and forth between... His that, wife. Yeah, and that's a good scene. Um, like that. That's great. Uh, I love, like, the little, like, setting up being cowboys montage. The bull scene at the beginning. The bull scene's great. At the running of the bulls. It establishes everything perfectly. Um, uh, my favorite scene, or my favorite part, it's so short, um, and it's brought back briefly in the second one, is the VCR scene, where he's trying to explain to him how to fucking record off a VCR because I've lived through that for the past <laughs> five to seven years of my life trying to explain to my parents how anything technology works. Yes, you can record all the televisions off. Yes, of course you can. How does it know? It just knows, okay? <laughs> Shut the fuck up and you record it. You can record it. multiple things at the same time. VCR, that's when you put that headset thing on, right? And you think you're really living? Of course, they know what a VCR is. They still use one. Um... That stuff is... Oh. What about when they fucked up... Well, we thought that they fucked up our t- cable. <laughs> our cable box had a, like a temporary update. And everything was in like... Lar- you know how you get like a large print book at a library? That's what our DVR looked like. And we're like, what the fuck did they do? I swear to God. And then like all of our shows like were just like... They in different like folders. together. And it was just so awful. It's a rough we got three weeks. so mad. It's a rough three weeks. It was so mad. We called... Our cable provider, and we're like, uh, uh, we think our parents fucked up yeah. our cable box. How do we reset the cable box? Like, it's just an update. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be fixed. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yes, yeah, so that's my life. Um, 
there's also this little uh, I, I my favorite favorite scene is when they're describing their best and worst day. It's funny. It's real. It's sad. Yeah, that it's was a, an emotion. I like that scene. It's a great I like that scene. scene. Um, and even like I love you know the breakdown of the two cowboys and like the tension of Daniel Stern with the gun. Like it, it very 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 expertly goes back and forth between all these yeah. different emotions. Whereas the second one is pretty much an out and out fucking comedy. And you also don't have Bruno Kirby, who I love, and unfortunately he's not in too much, and we and we lost him to, like, I think, leukemia um, mm-hmm. a long time ago. And he didn't do the second one because he didn't like the script. And also the guy's fucking allergic to horses to begin with. So, <laughs> so like, being a part of these movies was probably killing him. Right. Um, that's, that's, so instead of him, who he is very deft at being a good comedic straight man, but then also carrying his weight in being dramatic and being a charismatic presence, you get John Lovitz instead. Right. And, like, he can't be, you know... He can't be the straight man. He can't be serious, you know, in explaining this, this like, rift between brothers because it always has to go the comedic route. So that's one of the, the negative things about the second one. It doesn't carry the weight. Not the second one doesn't have its merits. I love a good treasure hunt like mystery i like that whole it's a good twist yeah um i think i think it is like i said it's more outwardly funny like it's out and out more of a comedy um the 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 suck in the ass scene can't believe i said that on a recorded medium but sitting on the cactus is is good um i think is that billy crystal tells a story about seeing his parents having sex is funny like that stuff's good um it just doesn't have the emotional punch and depth that the first one has. So, you know, yeah. it, it falls behind, but I, I don't think it's bad. I think it's a definite step down and a letdown compared to the first one. Would you, you would agree? Yes, I uh, would agree. Also, it's got... So, one thing I don't like about either movie, the fucking animated opening. I don't know why, it always just bugs me. It's not funny. I mean, it, it was it kind of nothing. misplaced. It's I misplaced felt. and random. I've never liked it, even when I was a child. I'm like, why is this fucking... This is, I want to see a fucking bold dunk Billy Crystal. I already saw Kazam dunk some fucking Arab dude <laughs> in Kazam. I don't even see any more of this. Um, and not like MVP and LVP, but I hate... The need to bring Jack Palance back, because he won an Oscar for the first one, which we'll get to in a little bit. Okay. Um... And then you make him this uh, this other character, and you know he ultimately spend that character spends more time with Billy Crystal and has significantly less of a fucking connection because he's just it's just a weird fucking character. He's like a pirate at a restaurant and he's gonna backstab him the whole time. It it, it it's a bit of a mess, and I don't like Jack. I don't think Jack Pounce is the LVP. I mean, you had to bring him back, you know. But it's just a fucking shitty sequel moment. Like, I'm not Curly, I'm Duke. Curly was my brother. And it's like, really? Like, okay. All right, cool, great, grand. Um, doesn't add, and also, like, he has, like, more interaction with, like, John Lovitz and Daniel Stern. I don't want to see that. I want to see him with Billy Crystal more. Right. And you get that, and it still just doesn't work. Um, was there anything you didn't like as a whole about either movie as well? Because the first one, I really don't have much that I, I mean, d- disliked. I just, 
the with like the first one, I didn't like the. I mean, I know the reason for them, like the other crew, like the other guys. Are you talking Cow- about the the jackasses? The cowboys. The cowboys. We gotta, I know, like we got to be we got to tread carefully here because uh, when Rich was here and he knew we were about to record this, uh, he was inquiring about what we were going to do for City Slickers and he was worried that his boy Kyle Sakor, who was uh, I guess an actor on Homicide Life in the Street, he's the uh, the the mustached bearded cowboy. He's like, man, I hope he's not your OVP, which he's not. I don't think he's like does enough. No, I don't think so, but. but- I just didn't like those characters, and I didn't like any of that. I, I guess it was necessary, kind of, to move the plot forward and to give them a like reason to be out on their shooting own. Shooting spree and all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's uncomfortable to watch a whether it's a prop or not, a gun go in a calf's mouth. Yeah, I know it was poor like little really, Norman. I know that was sad. If we have a son, we should name him Norman. No, we're not. We're gonna name him after the cow from City Slickers. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> or Norman Bates. <laughs> <laughs> Either one. Uh, I'm gonna go with a no. Pretty bad. Uh, yeah, we so can I name didn't him. Like all that, but um, I like Norman the cat. No, he's he so was cute. Really That's cute. another good scene. Is That's the birth of Cap losing his wash in the cow? Yeah, then, yeah. Again, that like, and it, I like the end too. Like when he brought him home. Yeah, and, it's like five minutes that scene, and it's hilarious. One minute, it's dramatic. Uh, it's sad. It's a like a big connect, emotional connection between Curly and um, right. and Billy Crystal. It's fucking great. Right. Um, not great is children acting in this movie. Um, Billy oh. Crystal's legitimate daughter. Who I felt so bad because when she first came on, I was like, oh. And I didn't know. That's <laughs> so mean. I didn't know. She's not very She's good actress. She's a bully. She's not a very good actress. And neither is Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal's a toofy little kid. He's not a good actress either. Not good at all. He's not a good actress. Um, <laughs> uh, another scene from the first one I like is the career day scene. When the, the, the loud mouth, like, what was he, like a paramedic or like a plumber or something, is telling like this a fa- like profane story. And then Billy Crystal's come out and tell his sad story. And then it's just, good. I still use parts of that where like I talk about getting old at life and we're going to have to eat dinner the night before. And breakfast at like four o'clock in the morning, because again we lived it for three weeks. Um, <laughs> this is more like. I'm sorry. Can you just start over, please? What the whole podcast? Hello and welcome to this no, week's no, episode. No, no, say that part again. Eating dinner the I, night before. I don't think I heard you. Breakfast correctly. at four o'clock. I because it's gonna be our reality. Yeah, it's gonna be a reality, absolutely. And it's just making me really upset. I was hoping I misheard you. No. And you also, I'm shocked my mother doesn't call me at the exact time I was born every year, with the exact same elaborate story. Yeah, you know why? why? She don't remember. She don't fucking remember. <laughs> That's why she tried to find your birth certificate because she thought it's that April it had. April third, nineteen sixty four. Mom, that is so wrong. <laughs> No, she tried to find your birth certificate because she thought that it had the time and everything. I don't do that. She thought she thought being being bored was like them calling a death. <laughs> Call it six forty two no. in the morning. Well, He's I here. Ha- I have your birth certificate, and she made me find it and and show she didn't her. Tell me this. Yeah, I didn't tell you. Where were you? I don't anywhere else. <laughs> I think you. I don't even know where you were. Anywhere else. But I found it, and it doesn't have it on there. Is she calling you again? No, but remember that call earlier? The voicemail just ended. My mom left me like a 20-minute voicemail. Okay. 
We. I'm surprised that your mom doesn't do that. It seems like something she would do. Hmm. I'll call you every year on your birthday. Well, I mean, she called me. She's not a fucking. Oh yeah. Devil meant, woman, like, but like. I only got the yeah. time. Um. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Uh, director questions. Or anything, anything like good or bad else that we're missing? No, I just, I mean, I think that they were just really fun movies to watch. Any, anything else? For you don't the, have to think too hard about them. No, anything else on the second one that's more like egregious? Um, I. Some of the stuff they just threw at you so much. Yeah. Like with like the cow, which I like to see. The second one. Well, I like that. It was funny in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, like that. I mean, I like that, but it's just. There are bits in the first one, like I like the repeat of the of the radio station calling like the quack therapist and them like airing their grievances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't a big fan. I don't want to see Billy Crystal and Patricia Wellick have sex. Um, <laughs> even even if it's whatever it is, uh, or like really build up to it. You're like, I- I'm good. Um, there's yeah, more. that was uncomfortable. Yeah. That was really uncomfortable. Um, and then, like, the reveal at the end that it's not, like, real and, like, it's gold bars and playing up the whole drama. Like, it's obviously not the same two fucking guys. You know, I don't know where Noble William came. Noble William, he came out of nowhere, like, fucking AIDS on your ass. <laughs> Noble Willingham in this movie has, like, five or ten incredibly random and profane <laughs> fucking exclamations. Yeah. Great buckets of goose shit, I think is one of them. Um, like, it's something about John Williams' cock. Not John Williams. <laughs> John Williams. That's how he conducts all these masterpieces, is John Williams. That's why the Star Wars and E.T. theme are so good. It's kind of like, guys, John Williams will not put his dick away. <laughs> unless, unless we nail this. Next Oscars. It's not just me. So fuck you, man. Next Oscars when John Williams gets nominated. Uh, listen carefully because they're not so good. This is the 23rd nomination for John Williams. 14th for his cock. <laughs> you got to sleep today and you're still fucking up. <laughs> I didn't get to sleep. I'm trying to find these Noble Willingham quotes. Uh, rest in peace, Noble Willingham. He's dead, of course. He was great on Walker, Texas Ranger. Um, oh, I gotta find these quotes. I'm finding these exclamations. Here we go. Nope. I don't want fucking Walker, Texas Ranger quotes. Here we go. Great gob the goose shit. I feel as a I feel as happy as a puppy dog with two Peters. Uh and then you're as worthless as hen shit on a pump handle. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that is. Let me find City Suckers 2 had some good ones too. So great wiki quotes. I never saw that before. That's good to know. City Slickers 2. Eh, oh well. Um, so two different directors. Uh, writer's the same. Uh, two of the three writers. Well, Billy Crystal's added as a writer for a second one. Um, Babalu Mandel. That's a name for you. And Lowell Gans are the writers. Uh, director of the first one is Ron Underwood, who I feel like is notable. Second one's Paul Wheland. Uh, any questions of note for either gentleman? I uh, no. <laughs> Good, great contribution. What about you? Um, for the second one, I just general sequel questions like you know, what fucking shitty like Seven Up commercial were you di- <laughs> were you directing when Ron Underwood said no? Like, 
Tell me how you got involved in this mess. Right. For the first one, um, I don't know, just like filming a fucking western's gotta suck. I just yeah, like how it's yeah. hot. It's outside. You have all these fucking animals. Right, right. That's just Jack Palance. Um, uh, yeah, just kind of how how did things go? And a big ass cast too. You got fucking uh, David Paymer, former MVP. He ain't gonna get it again. Josh Mostel as the Ben and Jerry's knockoffs. Mm-hmm. You got the the black pediatricians. Who leave the movie early? Oh, dentist. Dentist, sorry, dentist. Oh, fuck you. You got the nineteen ninety. 1990- I like them. Yeah, they were good. You got the nineteen ninety one hot woman. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, the only one, right? Yep. Uh, well, let's get an MVP and LVP, I guess, um, for both movies. Um, let's start with City Slickers one. Uh, so. I really like Daniel Stern. In I love Daniel Stern in both movies. I'm gonna make a strong push for him for the second one. I think. I really liked him in the first he's very, one. He's more emotional in the first one. Yeah. He shows um, a lot of range. He shows a, a great amount of range. I just want to say for the record, it's not Jack Palance. It's not. I don't understand. Like, when I... Is she okay? No, just something else. I found it. When I, um, when I read that he won an Oscar for this, I was like, what? It's a weak year. And it was more what? so... It was one of those Lifetime Achievement Oscars. Like, also, well, I think no, they had they good... have those now. No, but like, not... <laughs> They still like give them to people where it's like, oh, you you know, you were fucking Shane. Like yeah. you, you deserve something. Um, I think they just had a gut feeling that he was gonna do something crazy, like do one arm fucking push ups. <laughs> like, cause he's like, you know, that's you've seen that, right? Like no. he he won the Academy Award, and there was a big thing that like he was too old and like, you know, he was weak and all these things. And he's like, I'll show you. So like, he finishes getting the Oscar. He gets in the fucking middle of the stage in the Oscars and does like five one arm fucking push ups. I can't even do one two-arm push-up. I can't. And Jack Palance, all like 80, however many years old he was, fucking did him. Um, it was a famous Damn. Oscar moment. Uh, I think he's fine. He has a couple great lines. I crap bag- bigger than you is something I'm going to start telling to everybody. Yeah. Because um, it's A, a fact, and B, intimidating <laughs> as hell. Um, no, I like that. I, and, I mean, I, he did have some good lines. And I think the most famous quote from the movie is, Hey, Curly, kill anybody today? They ain't over yet. Like, that's fucking... Yeah, like, that's awesome. It's a badass character, that's and he awesome. does a great job at it. But uh, right, he delivers it so well. He's ultimately he's, not... I don't think that he was better than he's not better Daniel than, Stern or Billy Crystal. Or even Bruno Kirby. Right. I, like, any of the three. I mean, everybody in the first one is very, 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 very good. Um, it's hard for me to not make a case for Billy Crystal for the first one. Um... Because this movie is just a run-of-the-mill fucking comedy if you don't have it. Billy Crystal he doing Billy it. Crystal yeah. things in 1991. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Stern in the second one. I, I, I get what you're saying about Daniel Stern in the first one. See, I think that it's the opposite. Yeah, you know, the more and more I think about it, I think... Daniel Stern in the first and Billy Crystal in the second. That's really what I think. Because if, if Billy Crystal hadn't come back, like... It would have been over. It would have been fucking disastrous. If it was just Daniel Stern and fucking... Bruno Kirby, if he had come nah, back. No, I think it would have been bad. I think it would have not been as good without Billy Crystal, but still, I think Bruno Kirby probably would have stabbed John Lovitz like, <laughs> off camera. Um, yeah, Stern does have a fucking great... that When he's talking about the store and he's got the gun in his hand, he's breaking down... And then he's also hilarious, you know. <laughs> I think the quote is when he's having the argument uh, at the house when she's going to, like, call her dad is if hate or size, like, I'd be China <laughs> or something. It's like, 
really fucking funny. All right, let's make let's make it Daniel Stern for the first one and Billy Crystal for the second one. Okay, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um. And like like I said, I'm a Bruno Kirby fan. I think he does a great job in the first one. Um. I think Palance is good. All the Ben and, the, the Ben and Jerry knockoffs are good. Nope, we talk about Noble Willingham. Um. And the second one, there's less people, so you know. Billy Crystal is still doing Billy Crystal things and is holding it up on his shoulders as best he can. Um, LVP for one and two. Mm. I had one for the first one, but like again, like I pretty much liked everybody in the first one. Um, it can be Daniel Stern's wife because she just looks like a bitch. So she did her job perfectly. Yeah. Um, I think the girl, pregnant girl. Pregnant girl? In the first No, one. it's not Lisa Simpson. Why? She says herself she talks. I thought you were talking about the 1991 hot chick. <laughs> or her, too. No, I was going to say Cookie. <laughs> cookie, Cookie's just weird. Yeah, Cookie. <laughs> cookie. Cookie deserved I, to get. <laughs> cookie's leg is broke because he was drinking too much hooch. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Cookie. Cookie. I don't know. Just like he has that one scene. Where, like they first get there, and like he's like strolling by, and I was like, the actor is kind of like acting like he's like they're all fresh meat, but not for him to like like torture, in terms of like giving them shitty food or like the experience. But like he really wanted to like eat them skin and bones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I felt with yep. Cookie. Uh, Cookie is Tracy Waller, Walter, who sounds familiar. I've seen him in, like, tons of stuff. Oh, he was Bob! He's Bob and Batman! I, uh, I used to have, like, four Bob action figures. Because <laughs> you can still, any toy store you ever go to, you can get a fucking Bob easy. Oh, poor, poor guy. Well, here you LVP. Sorry, just need to tell you. Um, Tracy Walter for, so, so Rich, it's okay. It worked out fine. Your guy is, uh, safe. Your guy is safe. Your guy is fine. Um, LVP the second one. He's dodged one bullet. Can he dodge another one? Are you talking about John Lovitz? I feel like a lot of why the second movie doesn't work is because you have John Lovitz. Okay. That said, he's still fine. Okay. Look, I've been best friends with John Lovitz for ten years, so it's hard for me to do this. (laughs) Because, like, the Godfather stuff is funny, but it's so unnecessary and dumb. Ugh, uh, that made me want to, like, punch myself in the head. He's such, like, a maroon... But, like, he has, like, when he gets shot and, like, he fakes dying, essentially, like, he's good there. He has a good spirit about him. He's not... He's not loaded weapon one, John Lovitz. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, I don't have anybody else. <laughs> like, there's nobody else. Like, who else do you nominate? There's not that many people in the movie. All right. There's not. I'm not gonna make it fucking poor Bob Balaban as the fucking like the fucking DJ. Um, but you could. I could. It's not Patricia Welling. It should be. <laughs> no. I no, wanted I to make fair. noise. <sighs> um. That made me so uncomfortable watching very, that with your parents. Very uncomfortable. I'm so, Antonio. Dance with me. I don't want to see Billy Crystal get ready to have a boner. <laughs> Ew. Because Billy Crystal's boners look like Mike Wazowski. <laughs> That's what it looks like. 
Um, it's not. It's not either fucking cowboy. That, like, fuck. Like, break you with that? Are you alright? Um, I'm done. It's not any of the fucking cowboys. It's not Noble Willingham. Like, oh. there's just a lack. <laughs> it's not that white horse. <laughs> you made me crack a rib. Sorry. Um, there's really no. Unless we make it Jack Palance. It's not Jack Palance. For the second one? Even though. I mean, he's still... He still has so much charisma. He does, and... You know? I, I feel I just like... feel like you get too much of him. Okay. I mean, there's also you also get too much of John Lovitz, too. It's your call between John Lovitz and Jack oh, Palance. Don't make me do this. Or it's just not Patricia Wedding. I'm gonna pull down your pants and spank that little ass. Making I'm trying to make a good case here. I like both guys. <coughs> this decision is killing you. Yeah. I like I like I like everybody. I like City Slickers too. I make it the girl. Patricia. Oh wait a minute. Billy Crystal's daughter's in this. We can make Billy Crystal's daughter. No, she didn't really do anything. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> what a prima donna. You couldn't come back for City Slickers too, Jake? You son of a bitch. What was he doing? I don't fucking know. He was like nine. No, he was nine in the first one. Um, no, because she, she just had that scene where she's like, oh, I'm bringing my boyfriend. And he's like, oh, he's got the piercings and she's weird. And It's only one scene. I still want to make a John Lovitz. Okay, fine. <laughs> don't make a John Lovitz. Make a Billy Crystal's daughter. Uh, but again, that's so fucking petty and terrible. Uh, hold on, let me look at, I'm going to pull up the full cast and see if we're forgetting anybody. Finding anybody at all. Billy Crystal, John Lovett, Daniel Stern. Uh, no. 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 If we're going to get Frank Welker, he was the voice of Norman. <laughs> Classic voice actor, Frank Welker. Mm. Um. Oh, man. Man. Reception. The film gained a negative reception and debuted at number three. Okay, <laughs> well, thanks. That's Thanks so funny. much, Wikipedia. Um, oh, fuck. Call it. Call it. You gotta call I already it. did. What did you say? The daughter or the wife. Okay. Um, we're making it the daughter. Just because, again, nepotism. Fuck nepotism. Okay, fuck, fuck it. Fuck it. Lindsay Crystal. Yeah, she's on a Wikipedia page, so yeah. Look, Lovitz is going to get a couple of these. <laughs> I'm trying to make it easy on him. Uh, let me double check and see. I don't think Billy Crystal. I think we've had Billy Crystal before. Want to make sure here. Yep, okay, we're good there. And Daniel Stern. No, haven't had enough Daniel Stern yet. Okay, cool. So yeah, so no, um, no two-time MVPs or LVPs in this one. Um, Samantha, wake up. I'm awake. What else on City Slickers? Nothing. <laughs> These poor movies have been downstairs way too long. I know. They want to go back. You want to go back to your home? Yeah, it's okay. You're going soon. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. Um, good stuff. Yep. It is score time. You drew them. So, uh, you've never seen either one of these. I hadn't seen either one of these movies before. Uh, your expectation was a seven for the first one, three for the second one. So give me your score for the first one. Um, I'm sorry. I totally I was going to literally, uh, yeah. no, you didn't black out, you fell asleep. I totally fell asleep. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking in my uh, head. Hey, do you need me to wake you up? <laughs> Is it time? Are we finally here? Don't. I loved it. 13. 
Don't wake the baby. 13. Don't wake I, the I had that baby. game when I was a kid. Don't wake the baby. It's, it's cool in the in the 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 the, the, uh, the poltergeist community. Uh-huh. It's a board game where like you just keep eating babies, but then there's one you're not supposed to wake up. Oh, okay. I've missed you. I missed her. I missed my kid. Um, am I come I'm I'm soon, right? Am I next week? Yes. You're yeah. next week. I can't wait. And then you can't come back afterwards. I know. I'm trying to Oh no you can though. Trying to cope. You could still come back whenever you want. Wait, actually, all I gotta do is say my name three times, and here I am. I didn't see your name at all, though. Really? really? You're just gonna fall asleep on Beetlejuice? That's what's happening in the streets? He's gonna. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was up. I'm so tired. Um, You're tired. I'm a professional fucking poltergeist. Ghost with the most. Scaring people out of houses. I've been at the White House for goddamn almost four months. I'm working overtime. Yeah, I know. It's difficult. I'm sorry, Beetlejuice. I'm doing everything I can. I know. I've missed you. I'll missed see you next you. week. You're going to see a lot of me next week. Okay. i got to gargle some salt water and stock up on lozenges. Yes, you do. Bye. Bye-bye. And <laughs> maybe God, I... No, I knew I, it was coming. If you don't wake up, then... I'm awake. Then we're never going to finish. I'm awake. I'm going to get the first city slickers. What was my expectation? I already said it. Can you recap it for me, please? A seven and a three. I'm going to give the first one an eight. Okay. And the second one, it was better than what I thought it was going to be. I'm going to give it a six. Okay. I am giving the first one a nine. Mm. Um, it's a comedy classic. Uh, it stands out the test of time. Love it. Love still watching it. And second one, fucking critics be damn, opinions be damn, I'm giving it a seven. It's entertaining, it's oh, fun okay. for me. So an eight and a half and a six and a half. I think that's appropriate for both movies. Um, yeah, they can finally go back upstairs and be retired. Yay! Yay! Uh, now, spoiler alert, uh, when we thought we were going to record on this like a month ago, uh, and also because we weren't sure what it was and I wanted to retrieve it because, you know, we wanted options for things to watch with my parents. So we had to sit through Grey's Anatomy or Commander-in-Chief. Uh, that was a show that was on 15 years ago, but I still feel like I watched Madame a show called... Madam Secretary. Madam Secretary. That's what it was. It wasn't Gina Davis as the president. It was Tia Leone as Madam Secretary. As the press secretary. God damn it. How wrong can I be? I don't know. Uh, Shades of Blue... That Ray Liotta, Jennifer Lopez movie, a uh, movie, they think it's a movie, um, that just is really taking its time. Yep. Uh, so we went ahead and drew the movie out of the box. So it's already downstairs. We drew, I drew, what I thought was only going to be one movie, but surprise, it's two. We drew The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, yes. Disney animated uh, modern film. Uh, one of my most one underrated Disney movies. I've only seen it a couple times, too, so I hope I'm not just being a dumbass here. Um, oh, Nutella's down. Oh, no, I finished it. Nutella is down. No, it's empty, though. I finished it. Um, but you bought me the Blu-ray combo pack with Kronk's new groove as well, which uh, we know how good we've uh, had it with Disney straight sequels. to DVD Disney sequels. Great. So, um, Why am I falling asleep in this podcast? Shouldn't it be the next set? Probably. Uh, so let me alter now, live on the show, the card for Kronk's new groove. 
have you seen Emperor's New Groove before? Yes. Okay, so we don't have to actually try it. For Kronk's New Groove, I have never seen it. Me neither, so I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, I am going I'm to give it a three and a half. I'm very wary. I'm wary. Uh, you know what's going to be great about that episode, though, is I know that Kronk is Patrick Warburton. This is your captain speaking. I we're don't gonna, think he says that gonna, anywhere in the movie. This is your Kronk speaking. God damn it. <laughs> we're going to lose Beetlejuice, but gain Patrick Warburton on the show. Uh, it's going to be a sad... That's not going to be next week's podcast. Next week's Beetlejuice. Um, I've been saving my Beetlejuice shirt and Pop Funko and trading cards and everything else. And socks. I'm, I'm going to wear it all. I'm going to look like a big goddamn doofus. We'll post a picture on social media. Yeah. A uh, big bucket of pop. I might even fucking dye my hair and paint my face. You don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I know you're not going to do that. I'm not going to do any of those things. Uh, but I'll be next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Mary the Movies. We encourage you as always. Check us out on arcadeaudio.net. Along for this podcast and all of them in our network of shows, like we talked about at the front, patreon.com slash arcadeaudio.net for just $5 a month. You can get exclusive bonus content from all of our shows. Um, and also, uh, if you have it in your hearts to donate more, you get even better stuff than, than bonus episodes. You get swag, you get uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Check us out there. But for the podcast every week, go to iTunes, subscribe, leave us a review in five stars. It helps us out. Very, 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 very much. It helps keep an, me awake. Send us an email, marriedmovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the shoe. Uh, of the shoe. Let us know what you think of our shoes. Um, <laughs> They're reefs. Yeah. And uh, and then, of course, on Twitter, at marriedwmovies. It's been a while, so I'm going to double check the old Twitter machine here. Oh, I went to my personal Twitter. No one cares about that. At your host, Mullet, if you are curious. Um, I don't really, I don't know how to use mine. I don't know how to use it at all. I don't um, even know. We way. never, we never fucking use it. Um, We're parents. But make us, make us want to use it. Uh, Stan the Dry Bear hit us up. Um, he uh, was talking about uh, chips and WrestleMania with Orlando, the Triple H entrance. Uh, and also shout out to our, our biggest fan and close personal friend, Carly Coffee. We hope the Mario episode last week lived up to the month-long expectations that we held it up to you for. And sorry for ruining your childhood. <laughs> Anything else, Samantha? No, that, no. It's bedtime. We're back to it. We have to start doing this every single week now. We God had a good we had a good stretch of uh We need to not do this at ten forty at night. Well we need to not take a fucking month to do yeah, the episode. Yeah, that too. That yeah. too. We must believe recording immediately after Beetlejuice. Oh god. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. City Slicker, that's when you um that's when you go to New York and it rains, but you want to protect yourself, right? I hate you. See them tumbling down, pledging their love to the ground. Lonely but free, I'll be found, drifting along with the tumbling tumbleweeds. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.